Send it. Yo, welcome to the Freedom Show. I'm your host, Danny Savage. What's up, everybody? I hope you're all having a good day. Great day here. We got a host with us, Ori. What's up, Ori? What's up? What's up, guys? We're going to jump right into things. Today's topic is why is mental health important to us? Or why should mental health be important to us? So... Ori, how important do you think mental health is? I think mental health is very important, especially uh, everything we do on a daily basis. Right. What do you think mental health consists of? Um, like, can you rephrase that? Like, what do you think? What do you think mental health is? Like, what? Do you, when, I, when I say, how is your mental health? What is mental health to you? Mental health to me is. Um, Trying to figure, or I, I, don't, I don't even know. To be honest. Mental health, like your emotional yeah. mind frame. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, so it gets a little bit deeper than this. So I'm actually going to go through the whole definition for you. So this is on the CDC website. So you guys can actually look this up. Before we get started, I just want to encourage anybody, if you're feeling suicidal, I just want to give you guys the suicidal prevention lifeline. That's 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-8255. Or you can go to suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Or you can reach out to me directly, frdmshow at gmail.com. If you guys are having any type of suicidal thoughts, I will definitely be here for you. I lost a really good comrade of mine who didn't really express those things. And me being inexperienced and not really educated to suicidal awareness, I... Didn't see the signs and the triggers beforehand, and I felt responsible for it for years until you know I figured out that it wasn't my responsibility to stop somebody, but I wish that I had the tools and resources that I and the knowledge that I now have to be able to help recognize it and then offer people help. So, anyways, let's get right into it. So mental health, it includes our emotional, psychological, and social well-being. It affects how we think, feel, and act. It also determines how we handle stress, relate to others, and make healthy choices. Mental health is important at every stage of our life, from our childhood, adolescent, and through our adulthood. Although the terms are often used interchangeably, poor mental health and mental health illness are not the same. A person can experience poor mental health and not be diagnosed with a mental illness. Likewise, a person diagnosed with a mental illness can experience episodes of physical, mental, and social well-being. So just because you're depressed, that doesn't mean you have a mental illness. Just because you're going through some things in life, that doesn't mean you're a psychopath, or you're crazy, you're a lunatic, you are bipolar, you're, you have obsessive-compulsive disorder, or anything else like that doesn't mean that just because you're going through some stressful things, you need to go jump on a bunch of antidepressants and tell your doctor all kinds of crazy stuff that you're tasting colors and hearing voices and stuff. So with all that being said, 
that don't take things too like, okay, oh, I'm going, I'm stressed out or I'm depressed. That means I have a mental illness. No, everybody gets depressed. Just like everybody laughs, everybody gets happy, everybody has good times, bad times. It's a normal part of life. We're going to go through the numbers with you guys. But before we do, we're going to just jump right into mental health and just go through the little subjects here. So how do you think mental health impacts our careers, Ori? Um, just every day, like if I'm going to work mm-hmm. and I didn't get enough sleep, that's uh, it could be a, a factor and it can affect how I perform, especially if I'm working out or going anywhere, honestly, it is uh, a factor. Your whole work performance period, right? Mm-hmm. So do you think that mental health is impacting your sleep? Uh, yes. Or do you think it's like the other way? Or, like your sleep is impacting your mental health? I'd say sleep. Sleep but, is... Well, like, I'd say that the sleep is... If I don't get enough sleep, then it's impacting my health. Right. Because if you don't get enough sleep, like the recommended six to eight hours, then wake up grumpy, depressed, uh, not really motivated with certain things in your life or disinterested. Yeah. All because you're fatigued and you're actually tired. Mm-hmm. Right. But that doesn't mean that you have a mental illness. Uh, no, I don't think so. No, it just, it just means that you have a sleeping disorder or you need help trying to figure out your sleeping habits or yeah, don't eat height spicy Cheetos before you go to bed. No. It's never good. Gross. Right. Totally gross with, <laughs> with lime. It's pretty good. I mean, gross. But yeah, it impacts our careers because you may go to school. You may be a successful construction worker, nurse, doctor, lawyer, whatever, right? But you start experiencing poor mental health. Again, we're not going into mental illnesses. We're not doctors. I'm not a doctor. Or he's not a doctor. We're not here to diagnose you guys. But what we're here to do is bring awareness that everybody can have periods and times of bad mental health and how to correct that bad mental health and obtain good mental health. That way we have successful careers, relationships, and obviously health. So yeah, so it's if you have a mental, bad mental health, it's going to impact your career because maybe a foreman, you may be in charge of you know a supervisor and all of a sudden like you, like you're not getting enough sleep and now you have bad mental health, you start making bad choices that are impacting our decisions. Your decisions and your career may not be promoted like you should be because you're making choices that weren't really thought of with a good mental health status, right? Yes. In fact. So the other the other topic is how does mental health impact our relationships? Uh, mental health, I'd say, impacts our relationships uh, just overall by others like being... Uh, so you're in a good mental health, right? You're happy, you're upbeat, right? And yeah. then you go hang out with your friends. Mm-hmm. How does that impact your friends? Are they having a good time with you? Uh, yeah, it, it depends on the situation. If I got like enough sleep, then yeah, I'm, I'm having a good time. I right. think my friends are having a good time. But if I'm showing up just like out of it. Out of it, right. Know, and I'm like, uh, you know, I feel all right. But they can tell. They can tell. And Everyone, they they, yeah. they know you're having a bad mm-hmm. a bad day. Yeah, and it's it's really starting upstairs. It's in your mind. You're having a bad mental day. Yeah, right. And that was impacted from your lack of sleep. Right. Mm-hmm. You're not you're not as quick witted. You're not as thoughtful. You're not as happy go lucky. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're like, "Yo, dude, what's wrong with you? Yeah, what's, what's going on with you? Exactly. Did you uh, 
Did you get bit by your dog or something? Yeah. You know, they're, <laughs> they're trying to figure it out, but it's all coming down to your mental health. Like, and the fact that you recognize that it's, it's kind of important, you know, mm-hmm. so you're not going home thinking like, Oh, Hey, I'm a crazy person because I'm depressed or you're actually isolating the issue that you're having an issue with sleep, which is now impacting your health, your mental health. Yeah. Right. So with that, it impacts our relationships because if you are having bad mental health, right? Say you're chronically depressed. You're depressed day in and day out. You're depressed a lot more times than what you are happy. The issue is that you're not finding the root of that depression. You're not finding the root of those things. Like Ori here, he's trying to find the root. What is causing him to have sleeping issues? And I'm pretty sure he's went through several different types of tests. Like if I go to bed earlier, if I listen to meditation music, if I drink some tea before I go to sleep, drink some more milk or, you know, or maybe if I just exhaust myself so much to the point that I'll just crash. I'm sure you've tried all these different things, right? Yes. And still you're struggling to sleep, correct? Yeah. So now he's in the position where now he's going to like professionals, like he's going to, he's getting ready to do a sleep study because he wants to know and he wants to correct whatever the issue is. And most of the time we can figure those things out through self-reflection, reflecting on ourselves. Like I'm depressed over and over, day in and day out, I'm depressed. I just recently went through this. So I can totally relate. Went through a surgery, was on my back, like going through recovery, wasn't able to get up, move, go to the gym, work out, just do my normal. I'm an active person. So I wasn't able to be in my normal vibe, in my normal mm-hmm. element and keep it, keep it moving, right? So I was isolated and I ended up becoming depressed and I was trying to rivet up out of the stress and this depression. And I started experiencing those thoughts of, you know, loneliness and those thoughts of, man, like this all my life's going to be and I'm not going to be the successful person that I'm dreaming myself up to be. And now I'm battling with depression. It was no joke. Yeah, that's a big thing, especially if you've got to stay active. Right. Otherwise, if you're just at home and... You just fall into that depressed state of mind. And it's a cycle. Mm-hmm. And it's a never-ending cycle, right? Yeah. You have to get out. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. You have to change it up. And mm-hmm. one of the key things about overcoming that depression is being consistent with keeping that change going. Yes. Right? So a few days, I would get up, and I would actually go outside. I would spend some time outside just trying to I'd go for go for a hike somewhere, come back. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling I'm feeling fantastic. I'm like, wow, I feel so good. My mental health was great. I was crisp. I was able to think and actually quiet those thoughts that are just raging through your mind like a train, right? I'm like, I'm able to focus. And then I'm thinking, okay, the next day I'm going to get up. I'm going to do something again. I'm going to get up. I'm going to have a productive day. And then sure enough, I get up and now I'm battling with those thoughts all over again. Like, oh, no, I'll wait until later. I'll wait until 2 o'clock in the afternoon. All right, and then the two o'clock comes and goes, and now it's nighttime already. Like, okay, I'm going to get up and do something now. It's six o'clock. Ah, nah, forget it. Day's over with. I'm just going to hop on the Xbox, get That's on funny. some, get on some Call of Duty, and I am, I'm going to worry about it tomorrow. There'll tomorrow, be, there'll be like those days where it's like 9 p.m. and then you're like, oh, well, I'm going to go clean my car. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, and then your neighbor's like, what is this guy yeah. doing? It's like, okay, is he is he on drugs? <laughs> is he all right? Is he all right? <laughs> What happened? Did the dog bite him again? Yeah. Yeah. No, dude, I would totally be asking myself all these questions if I seen somebody cleaning the car at 930 at night. Yeah. For sure. Like, man, you want a jacket, bro? <laughs> you all right? Did you lose something? I'm dead. Yeah. But th- so 
that's how it impacts our our relationships, right? Our careers, our relationships. And if you recognize that you're in this pattern, right? You you start having this desire, want to break this pattern. The first thing to do is be consistent with that. So I've actively, I've finally for the past few weeks, finally been making a schedule. Like I take out my whole week, and I have a planner, and I realize that writing things down helps me solidify and focus on those goals and focus on those things that I need to get accomplished for that whole entire week. So I'm like. Okay, Monday I'm doing this. Tuesday I'm doing this. Wednesday I'm doing this. I would always tell all. I would always tell myself like, ah, I know what I need to do on Monday. I know what I need to do on Tuesday. There's no point wasting the paper and the ink to write this stuff down, right? Yeah, d- definitely like writing in your notes on your iPhone or something, right? Is what I do. Well, I would. I was always creating excuses mm-hmm. like I don't need to write it. I already know, right? Yeah. yeah, I have to write in the in my iPhone because like, uh, if I don't. Then I lose track of things, and then I'll get distracted, ADD or whatever. You know, it's just you can get distracted so easily, and I think that's that's really good to write things down. So that's what was happening to me was I'm telling myself, being stubborn in my mind, like, oh, I don't have to worry about writing this stuff down. Like, I'll remember it, right? And then as the days would go on, I'm like, man, I was supposed to do this, and I totally forgot about it. Mm -hmm. And it was such a simple task, you know, but I still forgot. Yeah, And then, so I, what I started doing was I was like, you know what? Forget this. I'm going to override that whole prideful thing. I'm not going to write stuff down. I got me a planner. I started writing, penciling in the things within throughout my week. Even mm-hmm. something as simple as go to the gym and do this workout. Well, the thing is you don't realize how much you actually accomplish when you write something down. And uh, especially setting a goal or right. what, even, you know, trying to lose weight or Whatever it is that you, whatever goal you have, mm-hmm. that's per, like perfect. Like you have to set a goal. Otherwise, you're not going to get anything done. Right. You know what else writing it down does? Mm-hmm. It manifests it. Yeah. That's why they have people in school write on paper. Right. Instead of, you know, I mean, now technology's taken over, like we've been talking about. Is they're just typing on computers and stuff. They're, they're, using, they're even further than that. They're doing text yeah, to speech te- now. Yeah. Yeah. Which just, is scary. We're just talking and creating essays right now yeah exactly and uh yeah i think that can really impact a lot of things too yeah so so writing stuff down is super beneficial not only does it solidify make you see that on paper but it also the other the other side of that coin it makes you feel accomplished because now at the end of the week like today's friday i'm able to look back on my planner and say wow i got all of those things done Mm -hmm. these are all the things i did throughout the whole week yeah and what that does let me tell you bro what that does is it counters that depression because depression comes in and it makes you feel like you're not being productive Mm -hmm. and you start questioning yourself like what did i do you just feel foggy yeah you 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 you're froggy right Mm -hmm. and you have those things like what did i do like i don't feel successful i don't feel accomplished but now when i look at my planner and i see all the things i've done i'm like and I have that little thought that comes is like, bro, like you ain't going nowhere with your life. All of a sudden I look at that, like, Psh, forget yeah. you. Look at, look at all these things I did. I already dude. got like 10 things done today. Right. I didn't even mean to like do that. Like I was like, wait, and it I m- only did one thing. They were saying, uh, uh, I saw this on a YouTube video or something, but they said that if you, um, if you, you know, do one task, you end up doing another task right after Mm because of how productive you are. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So yeah, you start getting that flow. You start getting that rhythm. Mm -hmm. And that rhythm, that's when we're talking about consistency because that that consistency and you staying within that rhythm, next thing you know, you're looking back on your whole week like, yeah, I got a lot done. 100%. Another thing that it makes you do is it makes you hungry for the next week. Yeah. Like if I got all of those things accomplished within this past week, 
The next week you're like, I'm going to do even more. Yeah. Now you're way less depressed more oftentimes than you was before. Mm-hmm. You're feeling successful. You're feeling accomplished. You're feeling confident. Yeah. It's a, mi- it's a mindset. It's a mindset. And you're going to back it up. Mm-hmm. So closing out, how does it impact our health? So we kind of already talked about it. Like going through mental health, having bad mental health is, it impacts our sleep. Yeah. Sleep. Which, what if, what's the most important thing that happens to our body when we sleep? REM. REM. It's repairing, right? Mm-hmm. Your cells, your body is literally going into this state where it's repairing. Your body is actually going through consuming all the bad cells, like your cells that may be even cancerous at some point in time if you just let them be there, right? Your body's eliminating them through your waist, through all the other things. And it's saying this cell is at, at the end of its life. Yeah. And it's going to get rid of it. Another thing that it does is it heals your other cells and makes your cells that are maybe kind of depleted and it needs that energy. It's going to push that energy into it. Mm-hmm. All the necessary proteins and aminos and good Amino stuff like acids. that. Right, right. So it's going to, it's going to, and it helps you repair. So if you're having those things where you're struggling with sleep and you're not getting that adequate sleep, then what ends up happening now it's impacting your health. Mm-hmm. Now you, now you go to try to work out and you're like, man, I can't even. I can't even do all the workouts yeah, I that I used to do. I can't even work out. I feel weak. Right. Yeah. Right. And then a lot of times, I I believe it's called cortisone or something like that, that your body mm-hmm. produces. It's a stress hormone. Okay. And your body is supposed to eliminate that while you're sleeping. And so if you're not sleeping good or anything else like that, now it's impacting your health. And this is where you be, This is where you get cancerous cells. Yeah. Cells are cancerous. This is where all kinds of bad things bad are things. happening. Mm-hmm. You're losing energy, fight, focus, mental health. But it's also impacting your social yeah. abilities, too. Yeah, your mood, overall mood. Overall mood, right. So the biggest thing that we learned today is, one, recognize just because you're going through mental health downers, as we'll call it, or issues, it doesn't mean that you have a mental health disorder or a mental problem in the aspects of you need to go to a doctor, you need to get on some pills, and you need to be diagnosed. Sometimes, most of the time, the going through depression and going through this is a normal part of your life. Now, if you're struggling, like I've struggled with different things and coping and all kinds of stuff like that. And Ori is too, that we go through and seek professional help because at this point, we can't sit there and say, oh, you know what? It's yeah. just because I'm not sleeping, so change up my sleeping patterns. Ori's tried that and it hasn't worked. Yeah. So if you do need help, go to a professional, reach out to that professional and go from there. Like it's, it's, they're there for a reason. So in conclusion, Mm -hmm. what's, what's the one piece of advice you'll give our listeners today? Get help, especially if you are struggling with anything, depression, uh, getting motivated, right? You know, find a, uh, Find a friend to help motivate you. Uh, get up. Go work out. Try to get through the day and uh, just keep pushing forward. Keep pushing forward. Stay consistent. That's what Ori says. And lastly, closing out here, I'm just going to read some of the stats off to you guys. Uh, how, common is me- uh, uh, how common is mental illness? More than 50% will be diagnosed with a mental illness or disorder at some point in time in their life. That's one in five Americans will experience a mental illness in a given year. One in five children 
either currently or at some point during their life had had a seriously debilitating mental illness. One in 25 Americans live with a serious mental illness, such as schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, major depression. So a lot of your causes for mental illness is your early adverse life experiences, such as, you know, you're in a car accident when you're a kid, any type of history of abuse, experiencing or relating to ongoing medical conditions, such as cancer or diabetes, biological or chemical imbalances in the brain, the use of alcohol or drugs, and having a having the feelings of loneliness and isolation. So this is one thing that Ori kind of tapped into, that mm-hmm. you go turn to your friends. Yeah. And because you're being depressed and stuff like that, getting help doesn't mean necessarily go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. It may mean calling one of your friends up and being honest with them and confiding in them like, yo, yeah. man, you know, I'm just down. I've been down. And can you help yeah. me get out of this rut, bro? Like, can you help me? Yeah. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Right. Fact. So I just want to encourage you guys, always encourage you guys, get out there, turn to somebody, turn to a friend and lean on somebody. We're all here together. We're all here in this big blue world and we're here to support each other. If you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, please hit us up show at gmail.com. Thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you guys have a blessed weekend.